0: The following production is brought to you by The Talking Buds Leaf Show. Talking Buds Leaf Show. New setup, new technological setup. Ryan is sweating. Oh, holy shit. Shit, if man. only you guys knew the, what was that, an hour? Yeah. Of, of untangling cords, positioning cameras, yeah. moving things around. Things aren't working. Setting up our cool new toy to play with here so we can see me, and then we can see you, yeah. and it's just all kinds of fun stuff going on. And as a result, Ryan has lost 10 pounds yeah. of sweat. Usually before I get on the pod, I, like, going to the bathroom i look at my head of hair that's always put back and there's always some like stragglers sticking up so i usually just run my hand underneath the water and just kind of slick it back i, I didn't need to do that tonight i just have a whole bead of sweat just right there just chilling just going down my face into my eyes I'll, i'm like oh man you want nice cameras you want a nice studio you want a nice setup but Holy shit is at work, man. You want to be taken seriously. You want to be legit. No one even sees it. No one even sees it. I see it though. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that a lot of work. Anyone who does a pod out there who has invested in equipment, it's almost like the more you spend on equipment, the harder the setup is. It's it's stupid. It, it, it is it is it is stupid. I also like had time to like set it up because I was so Bored watching another Leaf preseason game. Well, how many more weeks do we have of this left? We have officially, by the time most people are watching this, we'll be just under two weeks until the start of the regular season. But there's there's been some interesting storylines. Like it's been it's been the Easton Cowan show since the Monday night game against Ottawa. And normally I feel like you and I are the type of people to come on and kind of like, be like everyone relax. He's just a kid. Blah blah. But I'm I'm not gonna lie. I'm kind of I'm enjoying being caught up in the in the Easton Cowan situation because I feel like it's we're just outside of Nyes and Robertson, and they've got other guys like Fraser, Minton, and that sort of thing. It's like it's it's another new young skilled kid to get excited about. And outside of that, like we know what the top lines are going to be. We know who the big boys are like outside of that. It's where does everyone else slot? So it's kind of a nice storyline, exciting thing to get behind. Yeah. I think the thing i enjoy about it the most is all the, all the legends who sat down and watched every single game that Easton Cowan ever played in the OHL and just decided based off all those games that they watched, that they're just going to hate this guy and hate this draft pick, which really no one knows anything about him. So the fact that I see him having any sort of success, I'm going to enjoy based off the fact that all these dorks out there just complained about a kid they've never seen play hockey once in their entire life. Although you pointed out tonight, like, Sheldon didn't do him any favors. St. Thomas putting him with Kyle Clifford on no, the fourth no, line. No. <laughs> so he wasn't as effective. I feel like he would get out there uh, from time to time, on Monday with Mitch Marner and I think you can put you or me with Mitch Marner and we look really good. Not to take away from Easton Cowan. He did look good. The point I'm trying to make is it's it's playing with Kyle Clifford and Mitch Marner are two totally different things. Yeah. A guy, you know what? I would want to sip aside Kyle Clifford in the dressing room, want to go for a beer with him. Seems like a, a nice guy, works his bag off every time he's out there. But if you're looking to produce points, not not really the guy you want to be paired up with. Good guy, Kyle Clifford. Yeah. Good works his bag off. You gotta love Kyle Cliffords. The world needs more Kyle Cliffords, but when you're trying to produce points as a hockey player, not 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 a line you want to be on. The top line in the in the Buffalo preseason game, the St. Thomas game, was John Tavares between Nick Robertson and Matthew Nyes. And so we got we got to get a close-up look. At the two, sort of, I would say the two top. Would you would you still call them prospects? Like, would you call Matthew Nye a prospect at this point? I mean, he's never played a NHL regular season game, so yeah, I would. I mean, like a, a, anyone, any any normal any human being, I have this theory about when a guy is just throwing in a playoff scenario. It's like this guy's never been through the 82 game grind. Like it's different. And Matthew said it kind of at the start of the season, when they asked him about knives, it's like, he thinks he's ready. He thinks he's physically capable of a grind, but man, it's, you get thrown in a couple playoff games. It's intense, but you're kind of just throwing in there. And I feel like there's almost like a, a way that you just play better because of the circumstance, but he's starting his first 82 game grind. It's so, yeah, I do think he's still a prospect. He could, you could look at, look at, Perfect example. Look at Alec McNo, Alec Manoa. Like, you know, it's like this guy might've looked good in a couple of playoff games. What if he goes out and stinks this year? Then, well, I'm, like he's not established at all. So yeah. he has to be a prospect, but I think getting like a close up look at both him and Robertson tonight, like a few takeaways. I basically want to take the conversation that you and I were having, watching the game and sort of bring it here onto the podcast. Matthew Nye's, is not the most fleet of foot hockey player I've ever seen in my life. No. But he he excels, A, because he's big. B, he's got that Arizona, those Arizona oh, hands. Those Arizona man. stick lifts. Yeah, those Arizona Wait, hands. Who's teaching the coaching clinic growing up there to just lift the dude lifting stick drills constantly? Yeah, and he's he's just got really good like hockey sense. And he's a guy. I don't know when I watch him in contrast with Robertson tonight. I just feel like Nice has, le- has leapt over, leaped or leapt. I, I'm 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 an idiot. He has leapfrogged yeah. over Nick Robertson in and, the depth chart. Like I, I was watching Matthew Nice tonight. I'm like, listen, there's going to be times where he gets caught out of position because he's not he's not the fastest guy out there. But he's got enough skill that he can still go out there and make plays and he's not a guy I'm particularly worried about. Nick Robertson, I just I just I just don't It's not that I sit and go this guy's no good. I don't think that, but I just look at him and I look at the 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 spot the Leafs need him to fill and I just don't know if he can do that right out of camp. I just don't know. Like Why would you have Nick Robertson on your team and put him on on your fourth line? Yeah, I think that's what the question you... Because I'm dying to give this guy a chance. I don't know why. As a guy who's come on here in the past and complained about guys who are small, I, I just I don't know what it is about this kid. I, I'm just dying to give him a chance because I don't think he's really had a fair shake in the NHL. I think he's been up and down. It's hard to get your groove going when you're going up and down, and then he gets rocked, and he's done for the season. So... I mean, the only the thing that I just have hope for with him is he's a guy who, who can... I think he can put the biscuit in the basket when he has a chance, you know? But I just... Is he just too small? And, like, exactly... And I think what you said during the game was the perfect point. It's just, like, where where do you put him? Yeah, especially yeah. when you got a guy like Noah Greger out there on a PTO who, who's, like, who's, like, bombing around. He looks pretty good. He looks pretty quick. And, like, here's a guy you can put on your fourth line that is, like, will do, like will will forecheck and it has the speed to get back and I don't know. I t- to me like Noah Gregor is the guy Nick Robertson is competing with right now and when it comes to to ha- putting him in like a fourth line role I know we're like we still got a lot of preseason left so anything can change at this point but I feel like Noah Gregor is is edging him out right now if if you're looking for A fourth-liner guy. But, like, if you look at the lines kind of assembled that people put together, it it just really depends if Max Domi's a top-six forward or not. Which, like, sometimes he looks like he is. Sometimes it looks like he's not. And I think if he's not a top-six forward, he's more in that third-line role, I think then an opportunity could open up for a second-line spot for Nick Robertson. Because I don't... Callie Yarncroak at a play there? Like, no. I I saw enough of that last year. No, thank you. Well, there's something weird going on with him. Like, he's hurt or something. Yeah, he hasn't. He's barely been out there. He's also another guy who can't skate. So, him not participating in training camp and not moving his feet and letting everyone else get ahead of him makes me kind of want to throw up thinking about his skating ability missing all this time. So, I, I don't know. I think but at the same time it's like how, how many how many small guys are you going to put on that second line it's just like what kind of mix do you want in your top six obviously that's the thing that i said that Nyes has going for him he's Yeah, exactly yeah you're right he, he he's a guy you could throw in who has size and you can like the his pedigree is like he could score and he has hands and and he's going to make mistakes like i even saw granted, preseason game and and i we don't read too much into preseason but there's moments in the buffalo game where he he makes he makes inexperienced decisions with the puck a little bit and that stuff will will come he'll learn as he gets deeper in his career but i just think if you're gonna specifically compare nice to robertson nice just has way more upside than nick robertson does at this point in my personal opinion yeah no i just it also depends on where willie d lander is gonna end up because i don't buy for a second that this guy's gonna play center for 82 games if he's healthy for 82 games i just don't think that's happening don't you think that would be really silly that they made such a big deal out of it and then two games in they're like nah he's that's, going that's back just, to what, that, that, but that, who who but here's the problem they have Ryan like like you just had the lineup pulled up on your on your laptop there like who if if Nylander's not your like if Nylander's not playing center that pushes David Kampf up to your third line center position and then who's your fourth line center Pontus well I think that's that's the whole reason why you're putting Nylander there because yeah, it's Pontus, which again, we, we only saw Pontus in short doses. So I just like, I don't, I don't know what he's capable of, but I know he's not a guy who's going to produce a lot of points in the NHL. So yeah, I guess the idea is to have a third line center who can produce points. So that way, in theory, you have three lines that can all score, which it sounds nice on paper, but I, I just don't, I just don't like. I, I don't even feel like this is a leaf thing. I feel like this is like an, a sports thing where just any franchise and any sport will come out and make a claim about a guy playing a certain position or a certain a way they want the lineup. And then as soon as it doesn't go right, they just they just go back. They just go back on it. Well, especially when you're talking about Sheldon Keefe, that's been his yeah, exactly. mo the entire time. Like I just that dude will 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 get away from something unless unless it's pairing the pairing of Matthews and Marner. He'll get away and change up as quickly as he put it together. Yeah, but even like mid game, he'll like switch it up. Like Nylander played with Matthews a couple times last year. I, I just don't. I just don't see it. Well, I just that's don't see thing. it. I don't know. Maybe because I've never seen it. That's why I don't see it. But I. Well, and that's another thing. Like when we talked about Nylander playing center last week, that's another reason why I'm kind of about it because I'm so sick of watching them just try and square peg, round hole, William Nylander, and John Tavares. Like, it doesn't work. They don't play well together. They haven't played well together for several years. So it's like, and and I don't think switching them and putting Nylander at center and Tavares on the wing is going to change that. They, 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 these two guys just don't have any chemistry. You're trying to motivate Nylander in a contract year. Look at, we're This is going to be the pod all year, man. Like, this is, like, can we just, <laughs> can we just all take a collective breath for a second and just, like, we start off talking about Easton Cowan, Matt Nyes, and Nick Robertson, and now here we are talking about William Nylander and playing center and his contract. This is going to be strap in for a year of contract talk, ladies and gentlemen. I never said I wasn't about him playing center. It's just, I just don't see it. I don't know. Yeah, it's interesting. Um... I don't know. I, I just want to talk about the contract. So no boring. Like I don't know. Like I feel like it's already kind of gone away a little bit. Yeah. Unless I, I'm not paying attention, which is well, no, very but that. Viable. But that was part of the 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 brilliant scheme of of the opening day of camp is they came out with the oh he's going to play center now part of this is he did tell the media like I'm not answering any more questions about this but. That was the that was the beauty thing they did, is they were like, okay, we're going to come out and talk about you being a center. That way, that's all everyone's going to talk about, and no one is going to talk about the fact that you're in a contract season. Yeah, but, but I think in this scenario, the contract discussion is pretty, like, clear-cut. It's just like, who... It's not like Matthews when we were thinking about his contracts. Like, how many years? How much money? Like, how long do you want to lock this guy? blah, blah. We know the situation with this contract. It's just like he wants this, they can't give him that. And I think everybody understands that. So like how are how you really gonna like elaborate on that? Like I just I how how we get me and you are just gonna come in here and spend half an hour talking about that situation when, when we know the situation. Uh, he wants money, they can't afford to give him the money. So it's like what's gonna happen? I don't know. I think you underestimate how much w- we oh, going to be fan base talk so about weeks. Hockey. Oh yeah, oh, I'm yeah. already like watching that game. It's like, can we just start the season already? I know. Jesus. Like I said, like it's nice stories and stuff, but like, yeah, the 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 preseason hockey is tough. Um, some some developing news coming out of the Saint Thomas game. Luke Fox on Twitter says John Klingberg had had something tighten up on him tonight, per Keefe hold out of the game as a precaution needs further evaluation. John Klingberg, thanks Luke Fox. Yeah, yeah, but John Klingberg We talked about all the John Klingberg experts last week and we I, we saw him in the one Ottawa game and I just think we all need to it, it, it's going to like it's going to depend on how Sheldon Keith deploys him, but I think we all as a fan base need to just change the way we view John Klingberg. Like he shouldn't be out there in important defensive situations. He should be out there and contracts. I think people, people are hearing me give this take what I was going to say to finish my thought was shouldn't be out there in important defensive situations should be out there in offensive situations. But then people are like, "Why are you giving this guy four million bucks?" If that's the case, if you can't have him out there in important defensive situations, I don't know, man. Like, I just like that. Just makes me know. Like, I just don't like my my new thing in in sports. And I don't know if it's new, but it's kind of just it's been more intense lately. Is I just hate guys who can't stay healthy. Like just stay healthy, man. Like all this. All this conversation about him playing the power play, him being defensively irresponsible, blah, 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 that mean, all means nothing if he can't stay on the ice. And based off that tweet, it's just a precaution. Like, why push it in a preseason game? But all that conversation about where he's going to play, how he's going to play, the money, blah, 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 means absolutely dick to me unless he's on the ice playing. If he's not on the ice playing, he's absolutely no good to me. He's absolutely no good to them. And I just, i i don't I don't like guys who are... Injury problems. We're back with another week of football, and DraftKings Sportsbook is keeping us in on the NFL action with great offers every single game day. New customers can bet $5 and get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Throw five down on any of this week's epic matchups and walk away an instant winner. And DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of two new offers every game day this September. Football's more fun when you're in on the action. So download the app now and sign up with code THPN. New customers can bet just $5 to get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL with code THPN. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? License partner, Golden Nugget Lake Charles, LA. 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility. Terms and responsible gaming resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. A discussion we had watching the Buffalo preseason game, just about Max Domi and the type of player he is, what he brings to the team, what his importance is going to be. And you saw him, you've seen him in these preseason games, and he plays with an edge, and that's kind of a cliche thing to say, but I think it's so important for a team like this that has gotten pushed around. And I do think, to a degree, there are some people in the fan base that are sort of overestimating his skill. Like, they're kind of they're like, oh... I think they're expecting more from him skill-wise than what he's going to be able to provide. But if you deploy Max Domi in the correct way, which in my opinion is in a third-line role where he's he's checking and can chip in with some offense from time to time, he's got experience playing wing and center. You see him out there, he plays with an edge. He's a guy that if he's on John Tavares' wing and someone takes a run at Tavares, he's not just going to skate away. And I think that that is what like that can't be there's been a lot of talk about snot and Bradtree Living wanting to add more snot. And I just like that can't that's so important for this leaf team. So important. Yeah, I think I think you and I watching the game tonight did like a really good job of like dissecting like the ups and downs of like every player up and down the lineup, especially the new guys. Like if you look at Max Domi, it's just when he when he came in. It's just, where were you slotting him? I think people were slotting him all over the place. I think people were putting him on the first line, second line, third line, fourth line. It's just, it all depends how you look at him. You look at his career stats, his best season is 72 points with the Canadians, and he played a full season. Other than that, he's barely, he's only gotten 50 points more than once. So it's like, I I don't know, like... Uh, Put him with some good players. Like, in fairness, with those teams he's played with, he didn't exactly play with absolute studs. Well, the Dallas Stars were a good hockey team last year. Well, he got a, he had a cup of coffee with them, so it's like whatever. But it's just he's not he's not going to be on the Matthews line. Well, we I mean I don't know we we've, we've seen some weird people on that line. We saw Matthews with Cali Yarn Croak for a for a hot minute last year. But remember when we were all like, we found him. Yeah, we well, found him. I think you again you nailed it on the head with Domi. It's like. As much as you want to overrate his skill or underrate his skill, it's just it, when someone gets knocked on their ass in front of their net after the whistle, this guy isn't going to stand there like a like a wuss. You and know? you like saw him, you saw him like in front of the net with the cross checks, and it's just. The other guys go get off the ice and they're they're sore. It's like he takes a toll, and like that is just something this leaf team has just not had. I know we're sick, we're sick. Oh my god! And there's a embarrassing to watch. I'm embarrassed for them. And there's a segment of this fan base that just doesn't think that matters, and it does. Like, listen, if you wanna if you wanna argue with me about like goons and how important goons are and how important fighting is in the modern game, okay, I'll have that conversation with you. I think it's important. I think Ryan Reeves is going to play an important role. But I'll sit and have that conversation with you, sure. But, like, guys who are, who are irritating and pesky and tough to play against, that was one of the best things about Mike Bunning's game. Like, like you, you need those guys in your lineup. You have to have them. Like, it's just, I'm so, I don't know how you can debate that. It's hard to debate that because you can't, the segment of fans that argue against it, there isn't a skill or a statistic Rather, that, that quantifies it. So they are like, it doesn't matter. You can't measure it through a metric. But it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah. I just see it as, as like, just imagine a scenario in front of their net where they're, where they're in Samsonov's face. And it's not Lou Cheech on the ice. It's not a tough guy on the ice. It's just, like, Stamkos Kucherov. Like, Stamkos and Kucherov could, like, push around Matthews and Marner, and they're not going to do shit, Like, yeah. you know? Like, this guy will just, like, no matter who it is, will and even if give he a cross-check or, like, give him a shot back. You know what it is? It's not, like, sorry, sorry to go here, but, like... The guy's not afraid to take a punch in the head. Yeah. Like that's the th- like he's not yeah. afraid, right? It's, it's embarrassing watching what happens after the whistle sometimes, especially in front of their own. Oh, net. the game the other night, Tarasenko just drops Matthews, and then he turns around. No one's there. He literally like the, if you zoomed in on the play, he he like you can see in his head. He drops Matthews, and he goes. Oh, someone's coming for me. I better turn around. And then he just turns around. Nope, they're, they're all gone the other way. Like, it's like, that's your yeah. best. That's your franchise player. And we're talking about Vlad Tarasenko. Yeah, like, what here. is happening? Like, we're not talking about a, a bad... We're not talking about, like, Brady Kachuk or, like, a, like somebody who's a little more badass. We're talking about Vlad Tarasenko. Yeah, what is happening? Yeah. I, uh... Last thing I want to hit on, we've, like I said, there's only been a few preseason games, but... Tyler Pertuzzi's a damn good hockey player. Like the like he's this is a guy I'm really excited about them having. His thing is he does have to stay healthy. He does have a, a pretty big injury history. You talked about guys getting hurt. Like he he's gotta stay healthy, yeah, but stay on the ice. But that's the guy for if you're gonna have Matthews and Marner together, that's the guy you put on the other the other side. Yeah, good, good top six mix guy. I think that's what I took out of tonight when we talked watching the game. It's just having that different, which like Mike Bunning did play that role, but it's like, yeah, you just need. GZ has, is a more skilled player. Yeah. You just need more. Oh, don't, I'm sure there's some guy who's going to comment calling you an idiot for oh, saying Oh that, yeah. Oh yeah. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. It wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> yeah. We had a guy leave a comment on our TikTok that and all it said was, you two need to shut the fuck up. <laughs> and I was like, he's you, you, probably that right. TikTok is something. Oh yeah, it he's is pro- something. You know, he's pro he's not wrong. No. No. <laughs> no. But it's like, you know what, buddy, you shut up. You two need to shut the fuck up. Why? I want to have that guy on the podcast. I want him to call in. I think people, I think being a Leaf fan is a bit like being a Dallas Cowboy fan, is, is there's so many people out there that like when they see you're a Leaf fan, they're like, oh my God like the teams in sports that get that treatment like the Dallas Cowboys yeah in the NFL yeah but i mean like this is in the grand scheme of things the leafs are peanuts compared to the Dallas Cowboys but it's true it's really true you i know you shut up you shut up you <laughs> idiot Don't tell me to shut up you shut up no it was just the way he worded it you Dummy. guys need to shut the fuck up yeah um i i Presented this And you said There's no way It's gonna happen But I'm gonna present it On the podcast anyway I think We need to do away With the Oh he's a warrior He's a battler He wants to be out there Hockey culture nonsense With John Tavares And I think that They should really look At putting together Some sort of Load management plan For him this year I'm not saying He needs to go NBA And take days on Days off but like, like, give the guy a, a night off on the second night of a back to back. Like, like, it's just can we just stop with this silly? Like, well, he's a warrior and he wants to be out there. It's like you know what, John, we we need you. Like, you're when you're John Tavares age in the National Hockey League, you're you're on the other side of it. You're not young anymore in terms of being a pro hockey player. So, like. Can we just do away with this silly hockey hero culture? And like, all we hear is how much money the Maple Leafs and Maple Leaf Sports Entertainment spends on their sports science department. So can we have someone come, come up with a regimen or a schedule for John Tavares and be like, these are the nights you're going to take off. So when we get to April... Your body is feeling not feeling a, uh, the amount of wear and tear it normally would if you played 82. That is never going to happen. Well, you and know, what? I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. John Tavares' hockey career all depends on him getting 80 points a season. It, no matter what criticism you have of him, no, ma- like his ultimate defense of his play for his contract that he's going to be playing for in a couple seasons. Is he gets 80 points a year. So if you diminish games off his season, that 80 turns into 60 or 70, and that's not good for his next deal. So I, I just think him as a player, as a guy, as an athlete, as a businessman, that's not, it's not going to fly. He needs his 80, man. Well, that- if he doesn't get his 80, he has no identity. He's yeah. Just- well, guess what, John? Like, this isn't like, it's not like the NBA where it's like a superstar is a superstar. It doesn't matter if they suck or not. If they're a superstar, they get treated like a superstar. John's kind of like on the fringe. Like, well, he is and I know a lot of people are going like, to be like, he gets 80 points a year. Like that, but like, that's exactly why he wants to play that 82. So he can continue getting those 80 points a year. Because other than that, like yeah, he's not, we need you to win it. And, and like, and yes, he got, he got the OT goal against Tampa, but like. Anyone could have got that goal. There's no way at his, like. He's, I get what you're saying. He's slowing i slowing down. Like I don't we think you're to, wrong. No, like we need I, to preserve you, him. That's and, a good point. And I tell you what, we're saying this about um, John Tavares. If I see Mark Giordano playing the second night of a back-to-back, well, that, that's more at realistic all this yeah. year. Oh my god, no, that's a lot more realistic. Like, enough. It's like it's it's curtains for him. Like it's like any day he's done. Like but John still. What, John's like 32 years old. Like he's still. He's not. 36 he's not 37 like John's got to get his 80 man Because that's, his, that's what he's living on John, Not God saying is that man, 80's like I, I'm talking about 80 points like it's not impressive Like at the end of the day we can say whatever we want About him getting 80 points in the NHL Is extremely productive And he does it every year so it's like He's just got to be in every single Game he can be to get that 80 Yeah that's his identity Well um Just under two weeks until the games are real oh, and my. they count i do what so we we do next week and then the next week after that it's we'll be do we'll be probably doing do a, a post game yeah. of the yeah. of the sure, game yeah when they lose an ot yeah post game <laughs> kicking off the season Were they at the bell center or yeah i think they are at the bell center i just had it open i wish i knew this stuff but i don't i literally just had it open I wish yeah I was one of those dorks who just knew everything so they so they've got th- Three straight preseason games against the Habs. Yeah. Friday, Saturday, Monday. Oh, two, it looks like they're at home. Two back-to-back. No, no, these are preseason games. Yeah, I know, but it looks like they're at home back for back. game one. Yeah, yeah, they are at home for game one. Yeah. Home opener. And then back-to-back against the Red Wings. So they've got a total of five more preseason games. That's not bad. That's not bad. I thought it was yeah. I thought it was more than that. That's not bad. Yeah, you get to see Bedard early. Yes. Game three. Yes. Yeah. They get a little Panthers rematch game four. I know, I know. That's that's pretty like it's. And 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 then there's the wild. The last two years, the last two years out of the gate, they've been pretty brutal. Two straight years, they've been pretty brutal out of the gate. And we've all been calling for Sheldon Keefe's head. So let's see if that happens this year. Although they've been talking about this a lot on sports radio lately, like the guys who have been the beat guys. And I actually agree the vibe around the team and camp is a lot more chill. And I, and I want to give Brad tree living credit for that. I think him coming in and sort of calming the waters whereas like last year they started camp and it was Kyle Dubis as a lame duck general manager. And this everything needs to happen this year. And if Kyle Dubas gets fired, Sheldon Keith's going to get fired and the pressure, pressure, pressure. Whereas like, I think, I think my man tree has come in here and just sort of, Tree is 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 an adult in the room. I'm getting a tad, man. <laughs> I'm getting a tad that says Brad Tree Living's number one fan, <laughs> and I think that's only because I hate Kyle Dubis so much. Yeah, the bloom has come off the rose for Kyle Dubis. Yeah, that a lot that is just like there was no anyone who's been listening to this pod new last year I wanted that guy gone I, all year. I was not in that camp. I uh, was I was against you. Uh, I was I was pro Kyle Dubis. I was pro Kyle Dubis, but I think now after I just it you know what. I'm not going to sit here and dog the guy. I think I think it just got to a point with yeah, him. Was done. Yeah, it, it just, went on too long. Yes. It should have ended earlier. Yes. It's not that I, like I hated the guy. I've always thought he was a good dude, but it was just it went on too long. He shouldn't have should have been around last year. And so I, I think the reason why I love Brad so much is because I just was so done with Kyle. I'm so also enjoying that when when you watch these preseason games and this footage from training camp, there's no Dennis Malgin skating around out there. Like we're yeah. like like we're sitting here having a conversation about a Max Domi and how he brings an edge and and snot as Free Living says to your team and whereas like we're last year we were like we we weren't think, but there they, we weren't but there were people last year who were like is Dennis Malgin gonna crack the top six I think it's time to leave snot alone too yeah you're done with snot I think let's cut the guy he said snot once let's yeah, not everyone, let's not hang it on him forever well you, know that, what you, mean? you well you think. You think that because like, if you listen to sports radio, it's uh, not, it's not, it's oh, not, it's not, it's not all like, day. We get it. He said it once. Like, why do we got to just, ha- I feel like people just liked the word. So they just keep saying like, well, he just has a way of <laughs> like, hang on this it. guy forever. Yeah, like, He just has a way. Well, he said in his, uh, he said in his, um, presser there for when they opened camp, he was like, I did not like, I, I said snot and that yeah, just took yeah, off. Yeah, no. As he said that, I was like, you know what, Brad? I can stop saying snot right now. Yeah, because you're, because you I'm his biggest fan. You are. You're the guy puts together a very professional press conference. Yeah, he is. He's very, uh, he's very adult like that. Just so business like, just, just, just a business savvy individual. You're a fan. Oh, love him. All right, buddy. I think we're good. I think we're gonna get out of here. We'll be back. I can't believe we just did. Th- Thirty minutes yeah. on Leafs preseason. Well, guess what? We'll be back next week to do a thirty more minutes on Leaf preseason. I hope yeah. you're ready. Hopefully, um, my this new pod setup will take less time. To yeah, hopefully up. we won't be sitting here for an hour. Yeah, untangling cables yeah. and moving around cameras and changing lights and a couple idiots. Yeah, couple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 All right. Well, All right. I bet. Anything else you want to say? No. No, I'm done. All right, so I'm going to do my spiel. Thanks, everyone, for checking us out. If you like what you see, hit that like and subscribe button below. Spread the word. Tell your friends. We really appreciate it. We will see you guys next week for more preseason chat.